So in an effort to get more exercise for the family, we kind of incorporated tennis into one of our family events. So everything was going good until my competitive nature kicked in. So on Saturday, my daughter woke up and tried to test my gangster. We grabbed the tennis rackets, jumped in the car, and tried to find our favorite tennis court. But we pulled up to the park and all the courts were taken. So we jumped back in the car, we drive around for a while, and there's two more courts within, I would say, like a five mile radius. Both were full. So we jumped back in the car, I threw on my favorite podcast, Code Switch, and we drove to the driving range. I know what you're thinking. Where did I get golf clubs for? My clubs are always in the car, always at reach. You never know when a golf game is going to break out. So we get to the range and we split a bucket of balls. Just in case I have listeners that might not know what the hell a golf range is, just think of your own personal golf mat overlooking the grass with waist height fences to enclose you so you can't peg or hit the person next to you. Uh, to create confidence in my daughter, I kind of have these little mental tests. She doesn't really know I'm, I'm doing this. So I, I try to test her to kind of get her out of her comfort zone. Uh, so as she's placing the ball on the tee, I give her instructions to hit a fade. And I know everyone's a golf fan, but I'll explain what a fade is. It's, it's a golf shot that starts out to the left and it curves back to the right. I would say it's the golfer's version of the curveball. If it was compared to anything like a baseball type throw or Beckham soccer kick, like how he curves it at the goalie. Uh, I'm explaining that because what happens next is special. The time has come to live your life to the fullest. It's time to embark on a new journey, a journey that leads to emotional growth and mental freedom. Welcome to the Art of Living with your host, Dave Clinton. Welcome to All the Living, where we advocate for introspection while helping you break generational habits so you can grow. Today, COVID is kind of making its mark on the, uh, the health of the nation and also shaping the way we do business and where we conduct businesses. Uh, this is the fourth installment of What Tomorrow Brings. So today we're going to go through the new interview process. And then speaking of process, let's get back to my golf experience. So my daughter plays the ball on the tee. A tee is basically an elevated stand to place the ball. So the first swing, she completely misses the ball. The second shot, she hits the ball flush in the middle. I would say about five shots later, she's hitting the fade all over the place at this point, which quickly graduates to her now curving the ball at different speeds and different angles. I, on the other hand, I'm basically struggling. I'm giving myself this mental checklist of swing thoughts. So the thing about kids, their brains are kind of like sponges. There's, there's no perceived thoughts, just exploration. Adults sully the learning process with uh, all these ideas and, and identification of self and ego and basically uh, gauging their success about things based on how other people view it or other people's approval. My daughter had no other thought but to swing the club. There was no right or wrong way. It was just fun and discovery for her. That reminded me that uh, change involves to be able to pivot but you have to have that level of childlike play to kind of truly embrace it. In the current market, change is kind of one of your best assets. Let's take it back one year ago. 
you apply for a job, you get past the first screening, you're off to the face-to-face meeting. Today, we're well past checking in at the receptionist. We're far removed from being like ushered into a room with questions that make Elliot Staper proud. Sorry, I had to the storm in my law and order reference. Big fan. Uh, as of today, everything revolves around video conferencing and, and mastering those tools. The major player of the game is Zoom, Google Hangout, and uh, I would say Ring, host of others. You can find endless resources on uh, the different way to utilize those platforms. So I was thinking about the interview process and how much has changed. And with companies, like always, the bottom line is uh, time is money. So let's, let's kind of dig into the interview process. You fill out an application. If you're lucky, you get to the phone screening. This can now be looked at kind of like as an extra step because it still doesn't really give you that, that full experience. Like you can't connect the facial expression and pair it to the person's communication skills. Where with video, you can streamline the process by catching these observations and beginning the process from a quicker standpoint where you can kind of, I guess, uh, weed out the bad candidates that don't have both of those pieces that you're looking for. Video is starting to streamline that process by catching these observations at the beginning of the process. I also feel like a potential job will be able to sell you more on the company with video presentations going forward as this thing kind of evolves to a way to a place where I think it is. Like say you have a question about uh, work culture. Instead of telling you about the work culture, they can actually share, maybe able to share your quick video on everything from benefits to company's way of life. Speaking of sharing, it brings me to my next topic, which is social media. I was told by our hiring manager probably a couple years back about uh, a person that him and his colleagues narrowed the position down to, and he was the final candidate, and they were ready to offer the person a job. Things took a hard left when they visited his uh, Facebook account and he had to thank God his Friday posts. So as the story was told, the guy had a, a table of fine greenery. Okay, let's just put it out there. He had a table full of weed and the caption read, I'm about to turn the F up. So it's probably Friday. He was going to apparently turn up, but it resulted in him losing that opportunity. Now, I really don't care. I don't really judge people. If you smoke or you don't smoke, it's not a really big deal to me. But it's more about how people fail to realize that keeping your page public can really create problems. We're in in this era of people feeling like social media is like this alternative alternative world that no one can see you. It's it's really not. It's not like you put a sheet over yourself and it's this cloak and no one can see you and you're invisible. It's it's out there in this world and I'm sure you've probably heard it a million times if you put it on social media. It's there forever. Whether you delete it or not, somebody's going to take a screenshot, send it out, probably destroy your career, your job, your reputation, whatever so happened. So I grabbed these stats from a Fast Company article. And it read, uh, 84% of recruiters are in the process of adapting their hiring process to facilitate remote exchanges. Of these, 58% are now using social media networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and even Instagram to connect with potential hires. A growing army of recruiters are also turning to video conferencing to screen and interview candidates, as well as AI and texting messages to conduct with candidates. 
there used to be thoughts that uh, personal social media accounts were your own space. But I feel like over the last couple of years, it just hasn't been true. These stats kind of show you that social media is going to play a heavy part in you getting a job or getting fired. Which brings me to my third and my last topic, which is uh, corporate America and how it's evolving through this pandemic. We love our, our personal news feeds and custom Twitter feeds, Facebook, and whatever you have. We like to think that we have some choice in the hand of picking the information we're privy to. But it's pretty much an illusion. We're sold things based on what type of stuff we're into, what we put into the browser, and, and what information we type in. But that's kind of a subject for another day. Algorithms are all around us, and sometimes they're created for good, and, 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 and they can do a lot of good in certain environments, but they also sometimes, on the flip side, create some of these social injustices that we fight every day. But, but now it's crossing over into the hiring process. There's actually software out there as we speak that streamline the application process by quote-unquote searching networks to match people skills with job openings. This means in the future you'll have to kind of not just, it won't just, SEOs won't apply just to websites, but it'll apply to your LinkedIn and how you optimize your resume and it'll, it'll dictate how you get pushed up in that software as a potential hit or a potential applicant. And by the way, SEO is a search engine, engine optimization. Again, I think algorithms in certain spaces are good, but my issues with them is that they also can be used to exclude certain races and genders, but that's a whole podcast that I'll do depending on if people want it. Before I head out of here, I want to leave you with these points. One, embrace change. You're probably knee-deep in Zoom meetings from your kids' meeting to your meetings, but it would pay off to become proficient in it because I think this is not just a fad, but this is who we are now from here on out. And for Jesus Christ, make your, make your account private. Unless you're like a social influencer or something, it's just not worth it. Like the, the, the risk and reward is not worth it. And don't use social media just to connect. When, when you get that LinkedIn alert that John has a new job, reach out to him. Use that as a, a jump off point to kind of have a conversation with him and catch up with him on his life. Thanks for listening to the Living Show. Subscribe to this show to be the first to hear new episodes packed with inspiring stories from those who've overcome personal obstacles, fears, and judgment to live their life with emotional intelligence. 